If we are to understand how something as complex as life can begin, we need to make a laboratory simulation sufficiently complex to accommodate cycles, compartments, and combinatorial chemistry. Each chapter of this book presents aspects of these central themes, like pieces of a puzzle, and in chapter 14, I will integrate the pieces into a descriptive scenario. Essentially, a scientific hypothesis with testable predictions. Because science works best when there are alternative hypotheses that can be discriminated by critical experiments, these alternative ideas will also be described and evaluated. Finally, science necessarily progresses by filling in gaps with essential knowledge. So I will also try to make explicit the gaps I perceive as a scientist. Working on the problem of life's origins. In order to give a sense of how the hypothesis developed, I want to outline the narrative that will be presented. The first forms of life assembled from organic compounds composed of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, phosphorus, and sulfur. These elements were synthesized in stars and then delivered to planets like Earth when solar systems formed. In vast clouds of dust and gas, early Earth had oceans, volcanic landmasses, and an atmosphere of carbon dioxide and nitrogen gas. The most plausible site for the origin of life was not the open ocean or dry land. Instead, there is reason to think that the most conducive conditions for life to begin were places where liquid water and the early atmosphere. Encountered mineral surfaces such as volcanic rocks. We call the contact between liquid, solid, and gas an interface. As you will see, interfaces have special properties because they allow certain essential processes to occur that do not happen anywhere else: wet-dry cycles, concentration and dilution, formation of compartments, and combinatorial chemistry. Cycles. The local environment probably resembled pools in volcanic sites, where hot water constantly goes through cycles of wetting and drying. We call this a fluctuating environment. The pools contain complex mixtures of dilute organic compounds from a variety of sources, including extraterrestrial material delivered during the last stages of Earth's formation, and. Other compounds produced by chemical reactions associated with volcanoes and atmospheric reactions, because of their fluctuating environment, the compounds underwent continuous cycles in which they were dried and concentrated, then diluted upon rewetting. Compartments. During the drying cycle, the dilute mixtures formed very thin films on mineral surfaces. A process that is necessary for chemical reactions to occur. Not only did the compounds react with one another under these conditions, but the products of the reactions became encapsulated in microscopic compartments by membranes that self-assembled from soap-like organic compounds called amphiphiles. This process resulted in vast numbers of protocells that appeared all over early Earth. Wherever water solutions were undergoing wet-dry cycles in volcanic environments, similar to today's Hawaii or Iceland. Combinatorial chemistry. The protocells represented compartmented systems of molecules, 
each different in composition from the next, and each representing a kind of microscopic natural experiment. Most of the protocells remained inert, but a few happened to contain a mixture that could be driven toward greater complexity by capturing energy and smaller molecules from outside the encapsulated volume. As the smaller molecules were transported into the internal compartment, energy was used to link them into long chains.